All right, this is the bonus Friday, September 10th edition of Daily Wager Podcast. The NFL is officially back after last night's season opener, and boy, was it a good one. We've got everything you need to know, and of course, we'll set you up in the next 10 to 15 minutes with all the prop bets we like heading into the betting weekend. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. All right, Anita Marks, Mike Clay with you. Mike, let's jump right into it. This is one of my favorite prop bets heading into this weekend, and that is Sam Darnold over his passing yards. Now, nothing has been posted yet. I'm sure as we get closer to kickoff, it will be posted. But, man, you know, a lot of people, I think, sleep on Sam Darnold because just the raw deal that he got here in New York. But – I just, I love, I love his offensive coordinator. I love Matt Rule, the head coach. He's playing behind a better offensive line he ever had here in New York with the Jets. He's got a plethora of talent to work with. And on top of that, this week, he's gone up against a gaggle of rookie corners, two sophomore corners. And here's another thing. A, nu- a number, all of them were have not been drafted, were not drafted higher than the fifth round. I, I mean, I think... Sam Darnold could be a sneaky good play, not just in the prop bet world, but in DFS as well. So I love Sam Darnold. I also love, I think he's going to connect with Robbie Anderson. Don't forget Robbie Anderson, former Jet as well. I think the two of them are going to want to take it to the Jets. I got Robbie Anderson scoring a touchdown at plus 190. And also, man, the Jets, they're just a complete mess. Jameson Crowder's out. I think Zach Wilson is going to struggle. So I like under in passing yards for Zach Wilson in this game. Um, I know you've got to play on Sam Darnold. Mike, what is it? Yes. Yeah, so uh, revenge game here, right, for Darnold. <laughs> right out of the gate. It took one week. Uh, look, I think he throws an interception. You can get it at even money this week, and uh, I think that's a, a good direction to go. I mean, yes, he may make a leap here in his fourth NFL season with a new team now, but he's had a lot of interceptions throughout his career. He's 39 in 38 career games, he's been in basically the 76th percentile or higher all three seasons in the NFL. So consistently has struggled uh, with this. And actually he's thrown at least one in 74% of his career games. So uh, odds are, you know, at least what we've seen from him in his career that he will throw one. Uh, I project him for just under one in this game. So, you know, that's all you need. You just need the one to pay off an even money prop bet here. So I think it's a good bet. So a lot of good prop bets in that Carolina Jets game. Uh, prop bet number two for me, or I should say game number two for me, because I'm giving you a ton here, and that is Devontae Smith, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I had Davis Padaro on my radio show last week. He's part of the Eagles broadcast team. He could not stop singing Devontae Smith's praises, and I know you're going to love this because you're a big Eagles fan, Mike. Um, he said he's going to be the centerpiece of the Eagles offense, and – He's going to get, as we like to call it, a target monster going up against the Falcons secondary, one of the worst in the NFL last season, especially allowing explosive passing plays four per game. And one thing we know about Devontae Smith, he's got a lot of speed. He can really take the lid off. So I love Devontae Smith over three and a half receptions. You can get a plus money at plus 100 and over 44 and a half receiving yards at minus 115. Two prop bets I really love in that Eagles Atlanta game. What's your next play? Yeah, uh, first of all, I like that one. And Smith, great DFS play here. Uh, speaking of DraftKings, 
mentioned them at the top. A great, great option there for you this week. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pivot to another young wide receiver, a third year re- receiver. In fact, though, uh, in terms of games played, basically in his first year, Paris Campbell uh, for the Colts has missed a ton of time with injuries. But Anita, I like him over two and a half receptions. This is plus money, plus one fifteen, and then over twenty three and a half receiving yards at minus a buck fifteen. I like both of these. Look, T.Y. Hilton's out, so he's going to play a substantial role. Uh, along with Michael Pittman and Zach Pascal. And the last time we saw Campbell, it was in week one last season. He played over, at least in full, you know, he, he played a couple snaps in week two. Uh, but he had, in that game, he had six catches for 71 yards and nine targets right out of the gate last season. So, you know, all you need here is three catches and 24 yards. He's a short area target. That's high percentage throws. That should get you the catch prop again at plus money. And then, uh, you know, if he catches three balls, he's going to hit 24 yards, most likely. It would be hard not to. So, uh, you know, it's, it's actually a pretty good matchup. The Seattle is still struggling at that cornerback spot. They're tr- making trades. They're trying to find uh, quality starting corners. It's a problem right now. And this is a defense that last year already allowed the most receptions and the third most receiving yards to wide receivers. They were really bad out of the gate last season. So um, I like this one a lot. I think this is – honestly, I think Campbell could double up these lines. So if you have a chance, these are this, you know, both of these are, are good ones to jump on. I love it. You know, I'm a huge Carson Wentz fan. And so I, I'm thrilled that reports are he's going to play week one. So I, I love that. I love that. Um, and I, and I'm all over Michael Pittman Jr. as well. All right. Uh, let's talk about two NFC North games and I'll start with the Vikings. I love Kirk Cousins. Again, another quarterback uh, doesn't get any respect, right? Over one and a half touchdown passes. I also like him over 275 and a half passing yards against Cincinnati. You know, again, I just don't think Cousins gets a lot of respect, but always, you know this, Mike, this is your wheelhouse. Top 10 quarterback each and every year in fantasy. Uh, Averages 25 touchdown passes, if not more, the last six seasons, straight six seasons. And this Vikings offense, he's got arguably two of the best wide receivers in the league in Thielen and, and of course, Jefferson and the Bengals secondary. They lost William Jackson to Washington. And also I'm hearing Trey Waynes is dealing with a hamstring issue. I think Cousins has a monster day in week one. So I like over in touchdown passes and over in passing yards. I know you have another NFC North game you like. I do. I do. I'm going to go under on Aaron Jones here at 15 and a half carries. So Look, I mean, first of all, the matchup, they're playing the Saints and they've, you know, three years running now, they have been dominant against running backs. I mean, teams don't even run the ball against them. They face 880 carries from opposing running backs allowed a little under 3,200 rushing yards. Both of those by far fewest in the NFL over the past three seasons. And, uh, you know, the personnel has changed a little bit, but this is still a quality defense. And I expect them to prioritize slowing opposing run games, which means teams are going to come out and throw. So will Aaron Jones get to 16 carries? I don't think so, unless the Packers just really get out to a big lead early, which is possible. But again, I don't think we want to be betting on that. Also, you know, even aside of the matchup, Jones last season averaged 13.8 carries per game. And over the past three years, he's at 13 and a half. So that, again, that's about two carries below the line we're looking at here. Uh, Last year, he had played in 16 games, including the playoffs. He got to 16 carries only five times and only two of them came after week three. So, look, I know what you're going to say. Jamal Williams is gone, but A.J. Dillon is there. They took A.J. Dillon in round two last season for a reason. He's going to play a big role, especially as a rusher, because that's an area Jones is better. So my projection actually for Jones is 11.8. That's almost four carries below this prop. So I'm jumping on this one for sure. 
I like it. I was just going to mention AJ, AJ Dillon, a guy that uh, I picked up a lot of my fantasy football leagues late uh, because I, I, again, I, I think he's going to be utilized big time this season with the Packers. All right, let's talk about the giants and the Denver game. I love this game. And you know me, Mike, I'm all about the overs, but I got unders for you because this is going to be a defensive juggernaut uh, Daniel Jones under 219 and a half passing yards. His offensive line is a complete mess. The, the, the giants in the 11th hour scrambling, uh, to try to get put together some makeshift offensive line. It's just not working. I know this is the year that, uh, Daniel Jones is supposed to prove himself, but good luck with that, uh, against this Denver defense with Von Miller back and Bradley Chubb. I expect him to play and, Man, and they drafted uh, Patrick Sertan. I, I, I mean, it's just I, I, my heart goes out to Daniel Jones. I think he has a hell of a day. Again, under 219 and a half passing yards. And then I know you and I go back and forth with the Saquon Barkley stuff. I, you know, it, it sounds like Barkley is going to be active, but how attractive is he going to be? I don't think very. I think he's going to be on a pitch count. I think we're going to see a lot of Devontae Booker, at least 50-50, if not 60-40 in Booker's behalf. So I'm going under in rushing yards for Saquon Barkley in this Giants-Denver game. You've got to play in this game too, right? I do. I'm going actually the under way. I'm uh, the other way. I'm going with the over here on Kenny Galladay, but it's because the number's so low, right? You know, Caesars has it at 39 and a half, and that is way too low. I know he's missed some practice time, but if he plays, you know, and and look, he might be a little bit limited, but if he's active, he's going to play a, a role. I and mean, if they're throwing the ball, he's going to be on the field. And he should be able to easily get to 40 yards in that situation, even against a very good Denver defense. I mean, consider this. He has gotten to this mark in 10 consecutive games that he's played in full, tracing all the way back to around midseason in 2019. He's averaging almost 80 yards per game during that run. If you look at the past three seasons combined, he's reached 40 yards in 29 of his 35 games. It's an 83% hit rate. So unless we get close to game time and the report is he's going to be severely limited. He's going to see six to eight targets and, and should blow by this line. Right. So uh, there's no indication right now that he will be limited. So by all means, if you could jump on this 39 and a half line, you should be, uh, what's your line, Anita run. Don't walk. Right. Isn't that your hashtag run, run, hashtag, don't walk, baby. Run, run don't hashtag walk and run, jump all walk. over this one. Oh yeah. Last but not least, I love that we're ending on this. And, and we didn't we didn't plan this. I sent you my my prop bets. You sent me yours via email. And I love that we're ending on these. Are, I think these are sneaky good prop bets for week one. Mine is Tony Jones Jr. Over 22 and a half rushing yards against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, listen, Latavius Murray cut from the Saints because reports were, you know, he wouldn't agree to a, a, a different price tag. Uh, or salary, I should say. So what happens, one man's trash is another man's treasure. As we know, Murray now uh, signs with the Baltimore Ravens. That should be interesting to see what happens there. But I don't think the Saints would have cut Murray if they weren't really big on Tony Jones Jr. Uh, and I like over 22 and a half rushing yards against Green Bay. You could run all over Green Bay. I know Kamara is the is is obviously is is the lead back. He's he's where I believe that this offense is going to center around. But whenever he comes out, somebody has to come in. I am hearing that Jones is legit number two behind Murray, and I think he's going to get some touches uh, this weekend. So I like over 22 and a half rushing yards for him. What is your other sneaky good 
prop bet heading into week one? Yeah, I have a sneaky one for sure. How about Philip Lindsay over four and a half receiving yards? I can't believe how low this number is against Jacksonville. Look, Lindsay could be the starter and lead back for Houston. And even if, even if we see a, a, we'll say a three, maybe four-headed attack here with Lindsay, David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead, they may all play in this game. But all we need is one five-yard catch here from Philip Lindsay, and he's listed as a co-starter with Ingram. So you would expect in that situation for him to play 20, 25 snaps. You know, they are playing Jacksonville. It's possible they're ahead in this game, and he plays even more than that. So, uh, look, I, even during his time in Denver, Lindsay not very involved in the passing game, right? He was really just a, you know, uh, uh, just a, a flashy runner, right? A change of pace guy that can make the big play occasionally, especially during his rookie season, but not really involved in the passing game. And still he went over this line in 24 out of his 42 games. That's a 57% hit rate. Uh, and again, he's, he may be the starter here, which was not really the case very often in Denver, especially in his final couple of seasons. You recall last year, Melvin Gordon was of course uh, their lead back. And also again, they're playing Jacksonville. This is a defense that is still one of the shakiest in the NFL. And last year, they were already poor against running backs. They were eighth or worse in catches, receiving yards, yards per target, and catch rate allowed to running backs. And again, I don't think they made any major improvements at all. So, uh, Lindsey, again, all you need is that one catch for five yards. I think he could certainly do that. In fact, he may catch two or three balls in this game. Yeah, I, I like that a lot um, in, in, our, in our column for uh, ESPN.com, our chalk column for our picks. I had one of my plays was Lindsay over rushing yards because I'm with you. I think Lindsay is going to be the feature back over David Johnson in that backfield for Houston. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, their timeshare plays out, but I'm with you, Mike. I think that's a sneaky, great play. And just FYI, it's great to be back with you. Mike Clay and Eda Marks, we're going to be with you every Friday with our prop bets heading into uh, heading into each and every week in the NFL season. And Mike and I, we used to work together we used to host a, a fantasy football show a few years back, which we won an Emmy, Mike. Did you forget yes. about that? We won an Emmy for our fantasy football show. So yeah, that's we're right. Back in action, right? Um, that's <laughs> so right. We're, we're back. I know. I know. So we're back. I'm really thrilled to be working with you this season. You know what I think about you. I think you're the best in the business. So this is really, this is really awesome. Um, everybody, thank you for today. Uh, I know we went a little bit over, but listen, we're here trying to help you win some money. So I'm sure that's okay with you. Uh, please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us. If you're enjoying the show, it helps us out tremendously. And of course, we'll talk to you guys next week. Good luck in week one.